orders. I'll start straight away because we've got a few that have come in this fortnight. The first one is from Leisha. Leisha's asking about her trail riding horse. She's been trail riding with a group of friends on a trail that she normally does every week or twice a week. But she's noticed that he's following the rain, but he's not following the rain in a way that helps him to relax. And one horse in the group seems to worry him more than the others. So when she stopped, she stood near that horse just to see his reaction, which was a non-fast exercise. But as soon as they started moving again, he was worried again. She kept changing positions just to see how he reacted. And for the first half, she could feel the tension in his whole body. Sometimes it wasn't like he was showing it, but she could feel it. And in the second half, she couldn't feel the tension, but he was more alert than normal. And this was on a two hour ride. Is there a way that she can help him? Or is this something we just need to do more of to help him? Yeah, it is, it is a tough one, especially when you get out with a group of horses, uh, that the horses, um, you know, they're, they're leaving their comfort, comfortable herd at home or what, you know, what they're comfortable with and going out with a completely new mob of horses. Uh, in a new environment so it's, it's it's sort of a foreign and very difficult thing for them to do and and get comfortable with uh the the main thing is they're comfortable with you at home as in as in when you ride them and and, the, and your reins and everything that you're using on those horses that they're comfortable with so you really have to think that you know or, or rate how how your horse is going at home and if it's going pretty good at home and it's soft with all the things that you're asking and that's that's one step into the right direction of taking it out on a trail ride now in the question you kind of said that there's a couple of horses or one horse in particular that was it was troubled by but maybe the rest were a little bit more comfortable i wouldn't put it with that horse to start with so you've got to sort of build a sweet spot with your horse so the sweet spot could be um you know finding some horses that the horse is comfortable following the feel of them for a little bit now you don't want to spend the whole ride just letting the horse follow the feel of its friend because then when you take a rein you're going to be taking away from its friend so you're going to be going oh crikey you let me back to my friend please and the rain will be the enemy kind of thing so so but you've got to you've got to start with something that your horse can come down a little bit and go i feel kind of safe here you can't just go hey you you connect with me and 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 then try and uh, change your horse's thoughts all the time and actually make the problem worse by um sort of trying to micromanaging it uh, micromanage it and then all of all of a sudden the horse starts to feel crowded with the reins and things like that so so basically if there's a few horses the horse kind of doesn't mind following the feel of then maybe start that as the sweet spot um so basically you know you might just loosen up let the reins go loose breathe out and just let that horse go yeah i'm just going to go uh with these horses and just find a little spot where it can come down and be comfortable uh even if you sort of have a friend that you go with it, that your horse is comfortable with with their horse you know and start that as okay so so then what you can do is you can say well i'm going to take this rein and i might just steer you out and come back in with that sweet spot again and just relax in that sweet spot um and 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 take the horse away and back into that sweet spot and that's teaching the horse that it can follow a rein away but it's always going to come back to somewhere comfortable so there's something that it can sort of you know you you know guarantee that oh, oh she's going to take me away but she's going to take me back somewhere where i'm comfortable with and and then soon enough by doing that the horse will get into a headspace that it sort of relaxes a bit more on the trail ride or you, you're kind of hoping that and then when it relaxes a bit more then what usually happens is the horses go i'm comfortable in this environment and they become comfortable in a, in a sort of a broader environment so what i mean is they get more comfortable within that herd and can go further away from that friend and then what starts to happen is the rain has been a good thing it's taken it away and back to its friend and things like that or it's comfortable spot 
and then soon enough you'll find that you'll just ride over there a little bit and you'll be able to ride further away and also through past some other horses um, and the horses will usually allow you to go further until they're not so fussed about connecting with that horse they're just happy following the feel of your ideas and things like that so first of all kind of let your horse go a little bit find out what horses but but you have to be careful i don't want people just to let the reins go and then end up getting in a situation where another horse kicks out at them or something like that so you've got to be really aware of the body language of the other horses or the people other people also have to be aware of their own horse's body language and you have to be aware of your own horse's body language but you know let the horse loose a little bit find where it feels more comfortable in the group and use that as that place that you can go away and come back to so when you change its thought or something like you take it away and bring it back and like a like a common exercise that i do with horses that are searching for their mate on trail rides is i bring them together and then i separate them and then bring them back together and cross over and, and just sort of keep passing each other and, and what usually happens is those horses may only go a meter before they start pulling back to the other one but every time you cross over what happens is that they start to let you go two or three meters away from the other one because they know that as soon as they go away a little bit you're going to steer them back to the other horse and and then yeah after a while i've seen horses walk 50 meters 100 meters away from their friend and then back towards their friend quite relaxed without trying to you know pull together like strong magnets so yeah just just let your horse find out the most comfortable spot in that herd for your horse to start with so there's at least a place you can bring the horse down a peg and then work from there and and slowly work out and back in and out and back in until until you and and then also um what you want to be sort of if, if you took your horse out on an hour trail ride and it was really worried when you brought it home basically that whole hour was torture so eventually the horse will get really upset on trail rides so you've got to really know that when you're riding at the at the end of the trail ride your horse is actually starting to soften out on that trail so when it's actually started to feel good on trail not not just feel good as soon as you sort of let it go back with its its mates so you have to really monitor that your horse is softening on that trail ride before otherwise i'd, I'd do a little bit more work and not take it on trail rides for a while till things are going a little bit better in other areas so build it up a little bit yeah build it up like like uh, like graded exposure yeah you sort of do little trail rides with a couple of horses it knows and in new places and and then bring in a few ring in horses that it doesn't know and and sort of build it till it can can really um you know cope with all that but like you said in the question sometimes it's just a matter of, more, of doing it a little bit more but you don't do something more if the horse is finishing stressed after every ride otherwise every ride will make it more stressed until you you'll never be able to ride it with a group of horses and it'll be like one of those off the track horses that just go berserk makes sense thanks mark Next question is from Anne. Anne um, says, I still can't catch a mare of mine. Once caught, she's lovely, but as soon as I let her go, she backs away from me. I can only catch her with food. I've tried quietly walking towards and then taking a step back when she looks like she's looking for an escape. But five meters or so from her, she turns and walks or trots away. When she's eating, if I put my hand up to pat her, she backs away like I'm going to hit her. Have you got any ideas, please? Yeah, it's common of um, some quite nervous, obedient horses that lovely, lo they seem lovely, but actually they're just kind of in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a state of frightened obedience. Now, frightened obedience is usually a horse that says, oh, I better not make a mistake or something like that. So they kind of seem lovely, whereas a horse that's not frightened, but maybe seemingly disobedient, is not frightened. So it actually does what it wants to do. So it can seem a bit, um, you know, people would call it ignorant or something like that. Whereas the horses that have been um trained obediently but they're 
frightened of that training sometimes they seem lovely because they just don't want to make a mistake but when they are let go and they're at a distance of a person they're always hard to catch and that's where you find the holes but as soon as you've got them they know they're trapped so they go right got to do my job and and and, and they seem lovely um, so there is a fair bit of spending time with your horses like that that you need to do it just doesn't happen through yes you've got to show them in training that they can feel better but what you really got to look at is um when you walk out in the paddock you've got to first notice when she says oh person i'm uncomfortable and then when you take and, and as soon as she notices you possibly i'd be stopping there instead of sort of her looking for the escape route when she notices you before she starts thinking um towards you or away from you stop and maybe step back give her some space and then just walk off and do something else uh, with those type of horses I tend to sort of when I walk out in the paddock of a horse that's, that's got that sort of hard to catch because it's um, frightened of previous training or people I'll just walk in and it, if it thinks I'm going to do something I tend to not do what it thinks I'm going to do I'll do something different so if I if I, you know the catching process might take a while uh, so and you know even horses I might even walk up and eventually catch them on the hip or something like that I won't even go up to their face um, but basically uh, it, it is a it is a you know a you know there's the process of going out in the paddock and not expecting anything in your horse so you're going to have to do that as well so there's times where you go out you just stand in the vicinity of your horse and step up if it if it starts to notice you it draws its thoughts to you or any changes in that horse then you just might go oh good and i'm just going to walk off and and you know they noticed you you notice you know they, that you notice that too and then you just go and do something else and then um come back again and what happens is that bubble sort of breaks down a little bit because they don't, they don't think, oh, they're going to walk up and they're going to catch me, then they're going to do stuff to me. Um, you're just slowly breaking down their bubble. And if you do eventually get a touch on her or something like that, try and uh, achieve a touch on her through her reaching out. So you've just got to wait a little bit on her until she goes, you know, sometimes like a horse will start to look away and get all timid. And you just wait and you step back a little and wait and wait and wait. And after a while, they'll go, well, you've been waiting there. What's happening? And then all they'll suddenly bring their thoughts back to you. And when they bring their thoughts back to you, that's when you step away and say, oh, yep, thank you. And then you just go somewhere else. And they go, oh, that was, I brought my thoughts towards the person and they release that tension by walking away. So you release the pressure and then the horse will lick and chew and go, oh, I survived that by bringing my thoughts back to the person instead of sort of timidly being caught with the thoughts over there. So you've got to work on that bubble by, you know, noticing her, noticing you, and then you step away and do something else and maybe, you know, pick up a bit of manure, whatever you're doing in the paddock, pat another horse and, and, and approach her and, 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 and maybe don't have an agenda for a while and spend a fair bit of time going out and doing that sort of thing with her until she can sort of sniff out and bring her thoughts to you and she feels okay about that. And then you might get to a stage you put a holder on her and then take it off and walk over and catch another horse or you know just get her soft with the fact that you can walk up to her and um you know feel that, that and she feels okay about that now that is one stage that is like i guess coming from one angle of the spectrum the other angle of the spectrum is how we work our horses so so i had a horse a while ago it was an older camp draft mare she was an old flea bitten gray mare and and the lady uh you know she was hard to catch but we didn't work on catching over the whole clinic we just worked on training that mare in a way or helping her in a way that we weren't driving on her and pushing on her that she was making decisions and feeling good about education so where the way we educated her she started to feel good and become interactive with and then the the, the owner said 
oh, I went to catch her this morning and she was a lot easier to catch, she was a lot softer. Well, what happened then is, is, is the horse knew that when the holder goes on, that owner wasn't gonna do what that horse thought she was gonna do. She was training her in a way that the horse felt good about. So she goes, oh, you're not gonna make me feel bad with your education. So you just, you can't just go out with some connection and sit with your horse in the paddock and until your horse bonds with you and then put a holder on it and then train it the old way or the way you did. If, if, if that way was a way that made that horse um, feel a little separated or disconnected and that's why I've really worked hard on trying to figure out ways that we're not driving our horses with energy all the time because that's just like a push push down the pecking order approach and and, and and it will make horses hard to catch and going out and get a fancy you know knowing how to catch them in a fancy way or connecting with them in the catching lesson and then going back to driving them around well you, you, you're only sort of beating your head against a wall so you've got to change the way you educate your horses and, and, and get them to think and be more proactive in education so they're thinking about what they're doing and they're feeling good about pressure and they understand that pressure is a pathway to a better feeling in education and then everything that I just told you then in noticing her bubble maybe not having an agenda for a while until she connects and gets more soft with you and putting those two things together you'll find that you'll get some, some, some more um, uh, you know concrete changes that'll last a lot longer and seeing those changes happen from that sort of hard expression to the soft expression, I think it's one of the most rewarding things you can get with horses. I've really enjoyed that kind of work. Um, we did a lot of work with Henry and Softfoot, and I think Softfoot videos catching are on the, are on the membership. They would be quite helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, any, any of the videos that have got any approach and retreat and catching lessons and things like that will show you sort of the, the little bit of detail when you approach a horse and when they have a change of thought and then you retreat and things like that and also the challenge um if you go back through the challenge there's 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 the start of the challenge where where i just want people to go out and just observe their horses where their thoughts are you know where their thoughts are when you walk in the paddock and just 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 things like that and that's where you start you start doing that and then, then you work out you know how you can get your horse's attention and keep their attention a little bit and um so some horses that are really hard to catch just going back the question without going too far into it is I will actually distract them when they, if they're horses that are timid and always think away as soon as the horse and so I, I might step in and I might just say bring their thoughts back and then reward them for bringing their thoughts back uh, and that's where I provoke that change of thought um, but for a little while you might just work on approach and retreat and then um, when she's brought her thoughts to you a few times then you can start to say well when she thinks away I might just distract her bring her thoughts back and then reward her for the thoughts towards you and that'll help her realize that she's got to keep her thoughts on you a little more and then when the horse's thoughts are on you long enough then they'll start to try and understand that it's okay to, to think about you. The, the challenge in many of the videos we've got um, seem to really help people to hone in and notice things for their horses that they didn't uh, necessarily notice before um, and I think that's part of what you do is just bringing awareness to, you know, yes. to areas that will just rapidly improve once we acknowledge them. Um, and this brings me on to the next question from Jakara. She's been working on the advice that you gave her about Sonny freezing when he's saddling. And she's now noticed just how, how much freeze he does have. So while, she, while Sonny's moving and she's putting the saddle cloth on and off, he does get a bit anxious and he will start to pull against the lead to move away a little how can I go about correcting him she says so he knows not to pull against the feel of the lead 
while trying not to make him feel like he has nowhere to go, as I don't want him going back to a freeze. Should I stop putting the cloth on and correct him on his pulling and then go back to the cloth exercise? Or should I correct him while I'm using the cloth? When I say he's anxious, all he is doing is walking quickly and pulling to the outside to get away. Nothing silly. He does lick and chew every now and then, so he is releasing some anxiety. Um, do you have any videos on this? And what's your thoughts, please? Yeah, um, Zakara, I sort of, I've got to, I can imagine, because I know your horse from a few clinics pretty well, and um, and I'm I'm confident that what you're working on now and keeping on looking into it's going to really help him. Um, now, this is an interesting one. You, you, he's got to get through pressure to understand pressure. Um, so when you're putting the saddle, I've got, I've got it in my head pretty well what's happening because it's the most common thing with a horse, especially like him that's been driven on the ground in the past. Okay, you know, move away from pressure, do this. So he thinks pressure means, oh, the, as soon as I can shift away from it, I'll be safe. And that's, that's why it's a negative thing to push horses away from pressure like that. Um, now, what I would tend to do is, is before you even start putting the saddle blanket down his ribs, maybe maybe create a little pull in him or a little bit of a diversion where he moves away now it means you're going to put him under a bit of pressure he's got to know the answer so he's going to think pull away pull back in that lead so i'd have have that lead fairly you know i'd, I'd firm in the sense that he can't get away but I'd, i wouldn't have it firm he's going to find the pressure but you've got to hold firm when he when he does pull on a little bit so you might get that saddle blanket and you might just quickly bang it on your leg a couple of times and he's going to go oh i want to step away from that because you're going to be standing in that position where one hand's here and the other hand's here and he's going to think i want to step out but you're going to keep a feel on it towards you and and he's going to pull and then you you can stop the saddle blanket at any time because he once he starts pulling he's made them made the decision to pull and then he'll step into that lead and then he's going to step forward a little bit and then you just release and relax a little bit with him and then basically, once once he's done that maybe five, ten times, then you'll get to a stage that you might keep the pressure of that saddle blanket on your leg while he's pulling a little, he'll try and step away, but then he'll go, oh, I know, I'll step forward a little into the feel. And then as he steps forward, that's when you'll sort of release the pressure of that saddle blanket that's kind of made him a little wary. So he knows that the answer to his worry is not to step away from it, but to follow the feel. And then you stop, you relax a little, and he relaxes a little, and he goes, oh, 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 that wasn't a trap on my head. That was a pathway to me making a decision. So you turned a, a potential flight response to him, which was a stepping away response into a step into the feel response, which is also teaching him not to pull back on that pressure. So you're not only teaching him to get uh, to, 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 to slowly get better at being saddled up, you're teaching him not to pull back. So, so you're teaching that um, the correct response is to, to sort of yield to that pressure and then look, you made the pressure of the saddle blank go away. And he goes, oh, okay. Because whatever a horse moves away from something and then the pressure releases, they think they've escaped. But if you move towards it and the pressure released, he went, oh, oh, I didn't escape from that, but it didn't kill me. And then over time they start to realize, oh, well actually, um, I'm not frightened of the saddle blanket because I never shifted away from it and felt better. I just shifted and I felt better and I actually got closer to it. So maybe it's not a predator, maybe it's not something that's gonna eat me or hurt me. And then you slowly build that lesson back to your, you know, saddling lesson is when you're rubbing your horse down the side, you'll feel the pullback, you'll have a bit of feel on that lead. And when you feel your horse kind of engage its thoughts, move forward and then, and, and, and 
release that pressure through moving forward into that field then you just soften that rub on the side and just take the saddle blanket away a little bit and repeat until you can pretty well just stand there and rub your horse all over saddle it and so you might then once the horse is at that stage rub the saddle blanket all over it while it's standing and then ask it to take a forward step and then stop it and then back it up while you're rubbing the saddle blanket till eventually it just softens and follows the feel and then eventually it goes oh that saddle blanket's not really worrying me but in between you've got to give it plenty of times at the start especially at the start to go ka-chink and let it stop for a while and go oh that released the pressure and give it some time just to lick and chew and loosen up a little and then start the lesson again uh, until you can you can just keep that lesson going and the horse finds softness in the movement and uh, relaxes in the movement thanks Jakari yeah I, I know you're working really hard by the by your questions you've sent through so yeah good on you it's wonderful it's nice to be able to to help and, and to follow through